What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy Show. Welcome back, Tyler. Yo. How's what it going? What it do? Anything exciting uh, happen on your uh, I mean, sabbatical? some slightly <laughs> eventful things, I suppose. Um, my Where second, have you been? My second child was born, so oh, that was really cool. What? Um, my daughter, Adley, was born on the 31st, so I took last week off. Kind of help around the house as Dana's still recovering, but uh, I'm here. I'm back. Everybody's doing really good. Uh, sleeping well. Already getting four hour stretches. So can't you, ask for much, you know. That's awesome. You sent us uh, some meme on Instagram, and I saw the time it was in is like three forty two, and I was like, he was out taking care of the baby. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, because yeah. like I don't think about it. Cause, like I'm doing stuff, and then I get on my phone because I try to stay awake while Dana's like feeding her. Mm-hmm. Just you know. Moral support. Yeah. And so I'll like get on my phone and I, you know, I send things and I don't think about it. And I'm like, oh crap, I hope I don't wake anybody up. No, I got, <laughs> um, I got do not disturb good, on. Good. Yeah. I uh, mean, even if I didn't have to, that phone could be ringing and I wouldn't wake up. So. Okay. But yeah, no. Um, so that was, that was really the reason I've been gone. Um, it's been awesome so far. Congratulations, Thank my you. friend. Thank you. It's really fun to hey. watch Bryn be a big sister. Why do you? <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no, I'm happy to be back. Um, we'll see how Dana does tonight. She's a little nervous, but I think she'll be okay. Hey, you can always just bail. Yeah. Just don't have your phone on. Do not disturb. Yeah, no. Yeah, if yeah, I need to, I will. True. That's definitely true. All right. Well, um, let's dive right on into it. We've got a few things to talk about. Um, first and foremost, though, there are new, tr- a few new trailers came out this week. Um, Luke, I think, has kind of been the master of the trailers <laughs> oh, over there. The master. Yeah. It's kind of your segment now, I think, is is what we're I'm deciding. I'll, Just in this moment. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> what do we got? Only three. Um, <laughs> my like, daughter is still awake and sounds jumping. Like my, <laughs> sounds like my upstairs neighbors. Jumping off of the bed upstairs, so. Um, nice. Live dangerously. First one I got is Pain Hustlers. Uh, this is a Netflix original. I actually don't know what it's about. It's about drugs. Pharmaceutical drugs. It looks like it's faking Maybe big pharma. Yeah. I don't know. Um, stars Chris Evans and Emily Blunt. So I'll watch it because Emily Blunt's in it. Yeah, they'll um, have good chemistry. I think you can... You know what? You say that. I, but yeah. ever since... Wanted? No. What was it called? The one Ghost. It was also Chris Evans. Ghosted? Oh. Ghosted. Ghosted. With Ana de Armas. I don't trust these, we've got a girl and a guy. Yep. It's going to be good chemistry type mm. things. Like that. See, I didn't watch Ghosted, so. Single-handedly ruined, <laughs> ruined it. No chemistry in that movie. See, it might have been some of the worst chemistry ever put on screen. I don't know how it. And I thought Chris Evans was kind of one of those like chemistry-proof actors because I think everybody in Hollywood kind of loves him. You know what? That not... maybe that was even part of the problem. Could be he doesn't play anybody different than any yeah. other generic character. His character didn't have a personality. Yeah. And I'm worried this is going to be the same thing. Mm. Yeah. And it looks absolutely, like a, I agree. It looks like a different backdrop for another Wolf of Wall Street type of movie. Yeah. to me oh yeah looks like discount wolf of wall street <laughs> but it, but i mean it's emily blunt so i have to watch it yeah luke is like obligated yeah. <laughs> it's a requirement so when i eventually review it and it's a matthew mcconaughey because it's not good but emily blunt is in it i just need y'all to remember that and remind me and to like 
reset my wires in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Nice. Uh, the next one I have is the Bike Riders. Um, stars yeah. Austin, Bo- Austin Butler, Jody Comer, and Tom Hardy. Uh, part of a biker gang in the '60s. Uh, looks like an Oscar, more of a high-end Oscar movie. Yeah. I, I I'm excited for this one. I think it looks like it will have some really great performances in it. I have to agree. I think this looks awesome. Yeah. Actually, it's it's not the kind of movie we we're kind of joking about it, that we would like get a ton of love for here, mm-hmm. like with this audience. But it does look good. Mm-hmm. I agree. It was one I hadn't even heard of, and then you guys were talking about, it and you started watching. I was like, oh, and I just kind of like a little closer, a little closer, a little closer. Like, yeah, yeah. it's like all right, all right. <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm all in on this. It movie. also draws in your ear because <laughs> Tom Hardy doing another weird voice. Dude, Tom Hardy and accents, man. Like, He's gonna chew them up. I'm riding my bike out here, you know. I'm just, I run my bike with no handlebars. Benny, I need you. Why do you sound like that, dude? Wait, what? You're way too big and rough and tough looking to sound that way. <laughs> But I wonder if it's because he's not American, so he has to like do a weird accent to hide his. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we've seen accent. him in other movies where he tries to have different accents and he struggles. And Rory has something over his face. Yep. Not in this one. My Bane or a fighter pilot? <laughs> That's all he can play. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I think this looks like a good movie. Uh, the last one I have is Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. This is the the Godzilla TV show on Apple TV+. Uh, gotta say, I was pretty impressed with the trailer. It, Agreed. Like, I know, like, Brett only likes the first movie. At least in... You might think the other arts are fun, but they're not really good. Yeah. Um... But like visually, all those movies are really cool. Yeah. And oh yeah, I sure. saw no drop off. At least in the trailer, they could be hiding stuff. But. Obviously, I think this like <clears throat> Dana watched this trailer with me, and she was like, "So what do I need to watch to watch that? Because it looks good." And I was like, "It does look good. It looks more akin to the Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. It looks more of like that." Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know. 2014 Godzilla, and you'll probably be fine because this is kind of set in the past. Yeah, um, I think it looks awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. Apple has really not missed a whole lot. So whoever's green lighting things over there, they're doing a good job, and they obviously felt like this was worth investing in. So yeah, they love uh, the casting choice. Have plenty of budget mm-hmm. for it, but yeah. not their actors. But anyway. well, we, they can't pay actors or. That's yeah. too writer. That's but, too far. But C- that's too far. CGI artists, this one time we can actually pay them <laughs> until they go on strike. Well, they're already formed a union. The studios, I guess, that Marvel uses, unionized. Yeah, good. So, it's coming because they constantly get dunked on for yeah having right. two days to work on a giant CG project. Right. But yeah, no, I thought Monarch looks. I was awesome. I was even really excited to like see John Goodman. Yeah, mm-hmm. I forgot about his character, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's kind of crazy in that." Yeah, so I guess yeah, Kong he, Skull Island would be one to yeah to watch if you want to understand that's a little true. Bit more about like yeah. Whoa, yeah where these where hey, this kind of fits. Them, just watch them all; they're all fun. It's giant monsters. It's fun. true. Where Wyatt Russell's character fits is probably the Skull Island side of things, mm-hmm. and where mm-hmm. Kurt Russell fits is the Godzilla side of things, which yeah. is cool. That is awesome too. Yeah, because we're in the age of de-aged actors. <laughs> 
And they just said, no, just cast the father and son. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> and it helps that they're both good actors. Yeah. You know, like, why we, we kind of, Luke and I gush about Wyatt Russell every now and again. Yeah. He's, he's good, man. Mm-hmm. I'm glad he's in something a little different, too. Agreed. I know we hate the whole uh, casting everybody as a superhero, but he'd be a great Oliver Queen, in my opinion. Ooh. Oh, Clipper. <clears throat> I know everybody wants what's his nuts, Charlie Hunnam. Hunnam, but I think Wyatt Russell would be a better choice. So I'm maybe. fine with whoever. <laughs> <laughs> Emily Blunt. <laughs> Hair color's there. Yeah. <laughs> Wyatt and Emily. Oliver. Dinah. She's too old. No make offense it, to her, but. But yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say no, but <laughs> surely they could. Okay, well, we don't have a new movie. We didn't all rush out to go see The Nun 2 for whatever reason. I can't imagine you know, what that in, would I be. I was in line buying my ticket, and <laughs> then something just came up. <laughs> but only three years apart in age. Really? Wyatt and Emily, yeah. All right, all right. They're probably both too old. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, so I think instead of, like... Reviewing a movie this week, um, let's look ahead at the fall release schedule and talk about some of the things, some of the films we're Dune? excited about. Um, Dune is sadly not on the list anymore. I know, our pizza bet has to get kicked out. I'm really bummed. I'm actually going to delete it. So you aren't sad when you read it? Yeah, every time I look at it. I'm just, I even wrote void after it. Like, why did it just delete it? Dude? What are you doing? Just here? use the cross out function in documents. <laughs> So Sadness. it's been it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, since we've talked about a new movie. There have been some that have come out, um, like we mentioned, The Nun Two, um, among other things. Uh, that you know, smaller films that we just haven't gotten around to, either because um, there's a new child in our lives, or um, there's a new child in our lives in the form of a video game. Um, hey. I can relate. Luke and I <laughs> have been putting some time to Starfield. So as have I. What and I do want Tyler to hear your thoughts a little later on Starfield, but let's get through this first. Um, you know, even this week, there's a movie that I wasn't expecting to be all that anticipatory about. Anticipated. I don't. You weren't excited. I wasn't excited about it. <laughs> um, and mostly because I didn't know about it. And then the trailer caught me by surprise, and that is A Haunting in Venice. Yeah, this even is, I kind of want to see that. The reviews are like, good, too. I'm, okay, let's go. Um, this is Kenneth Branagh's third installment oh. as the it's got good 79 reviews. on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's almost like if you don't just chalk a movie full of every A-list celebrity you can find, maybe you can do something good. Weird. And Weird lean into genre. Yeah, and it still has a good cast. Yeah, it's just not all the best actors or biggest actors you Don't can tell find Steven right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's one that I'm I'm pretty excited about. Uh, next up in September, Dumb, Dumb Money looks funny. Is, yeah, Dumb Money. I think that's also this weekend. Um, <laughs> Mostly because that the Paul, GameStop movie. Yeah, Paul Dano. With Paul Dano doing comedy, which yeah. I think is just so weird, but <laughs> kind of interested. Yeah, I think that has a, a good shot at being kind of a. Uh, a goofy little a, like a, fun movie. Yeah, Man, they put that together fast. Yeah, it, it happened real quick. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, real, real quick, back to a Haunting in Venice over in the chat. Baroque says, Tina Fey seems like a really random cast for that kind of movie. Um, I'm trying to remember what I've seen her in that she's done some mean more girls. serious work. Baby mo. Oh. Uh, but I've serious. been... I think, she, I think Tina Fey's a pretty Tina good Faye? actress. We're just, we're just used to her seeing her right in kind of a typecast role. Anne Hathaway. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> Those are two very different. They're very different, yeah. <laughs> Anne Hathaway's been in a lot of um, very serious dramas. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I mixed them up. Tina Fey is Amy Poehler's best friend. Gross. That's like. a weird. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like awful. No, I. You know, I'm. I'm just looking down here at the list, and to be fair, she hasn't been in much that is not comedy. Um, she was good. In, she was really good in Date Night. I liked Date Night. Still comedy, but maybe not the kind of SNL esque. Mm-hmm. Not quite. I mean, it's. Date Night still. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Uh, Carell and her, so. But yeah. Um, and and it will, it'll be interesting to see how, how she does. I think uh, we've talked at length previously about how comedy and horror can overlap so easily. Mm-hmm. Their DNA is so similar, and so mm-hmm. I'm. my guess is that uh, she probably understands the genre better than we think she does. Mm-hmm. Um, September 29th, The Creator. This is like the big sci-fi one of the fall now that I'm like hyped for. marketing at the NFL games this weekend? No. In LA, they had some of like the AI things sitting in the stands. Cool. Oh, with the, little, with the weird With the weird heads yeah. stuff. Yeah, look, say what the, you the want about, smile. about Tenet, but like John David Washington. He's good. He's good. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm... Super excited to see what he brings to this. Like it feels like a real emotional sci-fi, um, you know, almost like Children of Men meets Elysium, mm-hmm. and that's a those are just seems like a recipe that I am into. See? That is creepy. Imagine being the person sitting behind behind them. Be <laughs> like, what? Dude, LA is so weird. <laughs> All 12 Charger fans there are like, <laughs> I'm here to watch a football game. Um, Tyler, a movie we talked about last week that you didn't get a chance to was the, the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Are you going to be first in line to go see the <laughs> the Eras the, the Tour on in theaters? Can I create enemies here? <laughs> yes. Dude, I <laughs> think Taylor Swift is such an overrated <laughs> person, just in general. I feel like you can make that a little hotter of a take. Like, just go after it, man. Put some (laughs) feeling behind your words. Take her songwriters away from her and tell me she's still good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she... She's... I I don't think she can write her own music. A little bad blood in between you guys, I guess. I guess so. Baby, now we got bad blood. Oh, we we, we will get copyright. I don't totally disagree with him. Because I also think her best song is the one that's half Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> so I mean, but you know what? It's it's not for us. Yeah, it's, it's not. We're it's not, not the target us. audience, right? Yeah. 
Over in the chat, Game Lord Master says... Puts on a says, good show, I guess. Hashtag Team Joe Jonas. Um, oh, jeez. I'd take Taylor Swift over Joe Jonas. I think he's talking about the divorce thing. What? Joe Jonas and What's-Her-Nuts are getting divorced. Wait, is... Game of Thrones chick. So is she... Sophie Turner? Is yeah. now Is he dating Taylor Swift now? No. How is this relevant to this conversation? I have no clue. Nick, you're confusing me. Am I supposed to be surprised that a young celebrity <laughs> couple is not working out? Because I'm not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's Never. like one out of 25. <laughs> Never seen this before. Um, oh, no way. Like, I, I'm sad for him. It's always sad when a marriage has to split but like also it's like so commonplace now in hollywood it's just like i don't know how to empathize with that yeah so i don't know how much of those relationships are i'm not here to doubt anyone's relationship are we just gonna turn into a gossip podcast now (laughs) how much of these are are like (laughs) okay going back to the taylor swift thing is is she's scared off a bunch of movies she has. Yeah, yeah like we had the four e- movies move their Exorcist moved scarier than up, the Exorcist, probably. It's true. Um, which are I, I I'm know not gonna Tyler's go not going to go see it. I don't think Luke's going to go see it. So <laughs> none of us are probably going to see it. But it's, unless it uh, comes out to like rave reviews, I'm definitely not watching. It. Mm, mm, mm. If it comes out and it's like 95 percent plus on Rotten Tomatoes, are we I'll talking about it. Exorcist? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we were still talking about Taylor Swift. I'm like, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be reviewed. No, I'm it's not. It's a going live to performance. That. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to that. The review's already happened. Um, well, then later in October, we get Killers of the Flower Moon. Yes. Bang. I will be go. seeing that one. Absolutely. <laughs> at home. Um, on Apple. <laughs> Unless it gets a theatrical. It's getting theatrical. Are we getting it? Oh, I don't know if we're getting it theatrical. That's true. I think... Also, it's like three look, and a half hours long, and it, I don't know that I want to leave Dana for that long. Oh, might that's me. fair. That's when fair. does it come out? October 20th. That was plenty of time. <laughs> it's a month and a half, almost. Dude, two kids is hard. Baby's gonna be walking by then. <laughs> Dude, that would be sick. Brent will be able to babysit. By I would be it's rich fine. if I. If Your I other kid's gonna start fast. having to babysit. That's right. That's right. Like, I got this, mom and dad. You go. You About go time out, she earns I'll watch the baby. I know that like it takes place in Oklahoma, but I feel like a general Midwest, like not releasing that in theaters in the Midwest, like the general Midwest, would be a huge miss. Yeah. Right. Considering it, it's based in they, Oklahoma. They, they, they did the whole thing where it's like, we actually went to Oklahoma. We filmed it in Oklahoma. We hired local actors. and act, like They made such a big deal about it. To not like release it in theaters there, I think, would be such a shame. And so, fingers crossed that... Gilchrist read the book. That happens. And he was like, it's really good, dude. Yeah, my mom read the book. And she uh, she's in love with it. She's yeah. like, very That's, excited for it. Gilchrist was like pretty, pretty high on it. So Yeah. Um... A couple of things. I don't think anyone here is terribly this one excited about. Okay, yeah, we talked about the trailer for the killer uh, last week. Excited, confused, bad trailer. <laughs> bad. Did not like the trailer, but it is Michael Fassbender, and it's like, kind of it's also like David Fincher. Like David Fincher he doesn't miss. Yeah, does I he? like so, I like. I didn't can't even, be that bad. I didn't watch the trailer. I just saw Fincher's next thing, and I was yeah. like, that's all I need. I don't need to watch anything. I'll tell you this. If it is bad, I'll be even more disappointed, because this is what we're getting. I know. Instead of mine time. Yes. Mm, yeah. For the same company. It's a Netflix, Netflix movie. It is yeah. a Netflix movie. Yeah. So. Yep. Oh, man. Do you see, like, there's, like, a giant petition now for Mindhunter, and... <clears throat> 
Well, they should. Uh, oh my gosh, they should make it. Zach Wilson awesome. throwing dimes to the wrong team. <laughs> so we do also. Uh, if you're not aware, if this is the first time you're listening to this podcast, we record these on Monday nights, and these two hooligans almost always watch Monday night. On this football. podcast, we talk movies. We talk video games, we talk gossip, and we watch football. That's right. <laughs> you can be a fan time. of all those things. You can. That is 100% true. We trash talk Taylor Swift <laughs> while trash talking Zach, a- Zach Wilson. Efron. <laughs> yeah, F you, Zach Efron. Oh, man. Oh, who would have thought that the train wreck would happen when you're here, Tyler? Me. <laughs> Fair enough. It's football season, dude. All bets are off. <laughs> All bets are off. Um, early in November, we get the Marvels. Uh, this is looking to be... A, I just feel like the vibe of m- not the Marvels, but Marvel in general. Marvel movies right now just kind of seems like meh. I'm really curious. And this kind of feels like it's going to continue down that same line. I'm more cur- less curious about the movie in itself because mm-hmm. I think it looks fine. I'm more curious about it's kind of the same thing. If it's bad, mm-hmm. so if it's another kind of what is what are we doing movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how are people gonna react? Because <laughs> like, I feel like Guardians doesn't count because it's so out of place from the MCU. It I was really say, does. Guardians yeah. feels like a totally separate thing. What was the last great MCU movie? Was it Shang Chi? Because I honestly can't remember. Not counting Guardians? I mean... Right? Not counting Guardians. People... People love Spider-Man. Did I it mean, come I, after Shang-Chi? Surely it did. I think no... Yeah, I think No Way Home was after Shang-Chi. Okay. I think it was that, then... It was Shang-Chi, No Way Home, and then I think it was Ant-Man. Doctor Strange? Oh. This is like... This is going <laughs> all the way back to Ooh. Phase 4, so... <laughs> Um, we know Doctor Strange ain't the best. I know some people probably like it, but it's sitting at yeah, the... Yeah, so Shang-Chi, there was then it was Eternals. Eternals, and then No Way Home, Multiverse of Madness, Love and Thunder, Wakanda Forever, oh, Quantum Mania, Guardians 3, The Marvels, and then the next one after The Marvels is Deadpool 3 in May. If that's going to get... That's got to get Everything's going to get pushed. It's going to get pushed. Unless yeah. they learn how to pay employees, I guess. <laughs> Whoa, you never whoa, know. whoa, whoa, you never know. whoa. We don't have to pay employees. I don't. Maybe I don't just... get paid. Hey, look, we don't get paid and we show up here every week. We have no money. <laughs> We're not owned by Netflix or Disney. I assume Spotify... This is a volunteer position. <laughs> I assume Spotify is making money off us somehow, so. <laughs> Good for them. Well, we're part so... of the problem. Logan makes 0.1% off every, like, per, it's like a thousandth of a cent or something per listen. And that's music. I don't know if podcasts are doing it. Well, unless you're Joe Rogan. And we probably... Or you have ad packages through the freaking movie. Let's not compare ourselves to Joe Rogan. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, Joe Rogan (laughs) does not make money the way normal podcasters do. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a special... You can make money as a podcast. You he's, just have to be that good. He's like BMT sponsorships or whatever. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, how, one, how much would 20 one that I want to throw Spotify out there <laughs> is The Holdovers. We talked about this trailer yeah. like four or five weeks ago maybe, but it's Paul Giamatti. Um, it's the kids who stay over like winter break at, at their, the college. their school, yeah. Um, it's, it's, was I here? I you may so. have been actually no. You oh. may have been gone when that trailer came out. Yeah, it looks it. It's an interesting trailer. It it's different for him. Mm-hmm. I feel like for what he's been doing recently, at least it's got some like. Um, yeah, what did we compare it to? What's the Robin Williams Dead Poet Society? It's got yes. some of that vibe. Mm. Um, 1970s so it i mean it's a period piece and it definitely like all the marketing or the trailer like fonts and things that are used the typefaces Mm -hmm. it's it's very much a we want to recapture this genre of film that hasn't been done in a while yep Yep. so yeah it it looks like it'll be fun yep agreed you can kind of tell what it is like when you watch it you're like i know what this movie is and i'm okay with that yep that those need to exist i think uh november 17th uh right Oh, no, that's like a week before Thanksgiving, I think. Yep. Um, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This is the prequel to the Hunger Games franchise. So um, I'm not terribly excited about this, but I know, Luke, you enjoyed the Hunger Games. I mean, I, I remember when we talked about this trailer specifically, you were like, oh, yeah, I got like this got me kind of excited. I think the trailers are good for this. I, I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> yeah but like sure? i'd also feel like i'd rather just watch the hunger games movie mm. then i don't i don't know i think it looks okay yeah um, i think the trailers have been pretty good um i'm but, glad it's actually based on a book yes yeah it's oh, not just for like, sure they're not just like uh, we're gonna make one we lionsgate needs money yep uh mm, mega hunger games spinoff mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and i haven't read that book um, but here's what I, all I keep thinking about though with this movie is Ready Player Two. Um, the that book was written to be a movie, mm. and that's it. Like that's the only re- like Ready Player Two is a huge kind of letdown from yeah. Ready Player One. I've not read uh, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. I want to, um, but but it was written after it's written, the Hunger Game franchise was already like long being... over, right? turned into movies and so clearly this yeah. it was probably written with this the book idea came out like last year be, oh shoot that really yes oh man i thought it was longer than that, no 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 this book came out like last year that's uh yeah so definitely with the idea then like this is probably at the same time as it's being written as a novel it's being like ported into a movie into a script format so yeah let me look up when it came out oh no sorry what it apparently came out in 2020 so the last three years don't matter. I mean, they do I matter. They do, I can't remember them. Time so. is a mess, dude. Time is insane. You know, if it comes out mid-COVID, it's kind of all the same year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, it came out further back than I thought. 2020 to 2022 Two. and a half. Yeah. It's all... It's a one year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually Either way. 29. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in that movie. Yeah. I'll say it. I think the cast is good. No, Peter Dinklage, Viola Davis. It, it's a, yeah, good cast. Yeah, I'm not worried about the cast. I'm worried about the what same they, dude, what they're given. The same dude that played Flickerman. Yeah, I could have done with. I couldn't. I could have done with less him. I guess that's what I'm gonna say. He'll I don't, be I don't need him to reprise his own role. <laughs> he'll be less eccentric. It'll be his dad. Yeah, something like that. 
Um, the next one I want to talk about is Next Goal Wins. Uh, this is from Taika Watiti. I'm um, excited for this one. He and Michael Fassbender. We also <laughs> in the you know the killer which we talked about. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but he, it's about a. a is that the next big? Barbenheimer, you watch oh. the killer and then watch next goal wins <laughs> back to back, baby. It's how much Fastbender can you take? You watch the killer and you're like, oh my gosh, I hate Michael Fastbender in this movie. He's a horrible person. And then you watch next goal wins and you're like, okay, I kind of like him. <laughs> this is heartwarming. So yeah, this is a um, sports movie. A sports movie. Yeah, uh, it's about the New Zealand soccer, soccer team? team. I think it's American Samoa. You're right. You're right. Yes. Um, yeah. Trying to get to the World Cup, and yeah. I'm not sure he's a... I, it's one of those things, we know what it's going to be, right? Like, he's not a great coach, they're not a great team, but they're going to be make each other great. He might be an alcoholic. It's going to be... I feel like the coach is always an alcoholic. It's going to be great. Um, over in the chat, I want to throw out this one. Uh, yeah. Maybe. Is this a movie, Nick? Um... Aquaman? <laughs> oh, I don't know what I don't know what this is. Next kill wins. I think he's is just the sequel? I think he's just riffing. I don't, oh, okay. really, know, I don't really know what's going oh, on. Oh, it's the Barbenheimer title. Next kill wins. Oh, oh got it. Love it. Okay. Nick's more on top of things than I am. Not um, a bad title for a movie, though. Or a no, story. You know what? <laughs> Next Kill I, Wins. I legit was like, it oh, be is a, this a movie uh, that I haven't heard of? <laughs> it sounds like it belongs in the world of Guns Akimbo. Mm. It's like, hey, now we're all going against each other. Next Kill Wins. Blah, blah, blah. Now Daniel Radcliffe is the guy who's actually running Dude, did you see him. whatever he's doing now? He's like super jacked. Yeah. <laughs> he looks awesome. <laughs> I get it's got Wolverine. all those no <laughs> it's got all those um yeah Wolverine theories spinning spinning up so uh November twenty second Napoleon I am a huge Ridley Scott fan and uh, weird trailer interesting movie though yeah I mean it is kind of a kind of a weird trailer we got rock I, music we're doing all the weird stuff marketing yeah. is weird these days I think marketing just, just kind does of hope it's not in the actual things <laughs> to get people's attention is I guess I have. No idea. Um, but yeah, uh, a historical epic biopic from Ridley Scott. I'm in. So, he has a pretty good track record of those. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baroque's hype for Napoleon is immeasurable. Is this the uh, prequel to Napoleon Dynamite? <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon, Napoleon Dynamite. Um, Logical next step. I think so. You've met I Dynamite. So. Figure out how he... Or you've met Napoleon, figure out how he became dynamite. <laughs> In this bloody tale. Yes. What? Heck I'm going yes. very shrewd. Um, the movie yeah. ends with him just being like, <sighs> Gosh. <laughs> Idiot. I'm going to have to watch that movie again. I think a film that's kind of flying under the general public's radar right now, um, but has been... Big over in, uh, at least at the Venice Film Festival, is Maestro. Um, It's Bradley Cooper um, and Carrie Mulligan. Um, It's about the life of Leonard Bernstein, um, a composer and conductor. And 
going to be a drama mm-hmm. that will probably be up for some Oscar noms. Yeah, definitely. Definitely looks and feels like an Oscar bait movie. Um, but, so, of course, I'm hyped about it. I mean, <laughs> I'm, listen, Oscar bait, sign me up. I, I like how, like, over the past two years now, I'm getting a movie about um, classical composers. Like, we got Tar last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome. You guys should watch. Yeah, I know um, I should. Now I'm getting Maestro. It's like, this year, unofficial trilogy. Let's go. <laughs> Maybe I'll just throw Amadeus into that. That could be the first one. Great film. Yep. Yep. Um... There's one that I don't even know if we've talked about it. Aquaman? No. <laughs> Very different than Aquaman. Is that still coming out this uh, year? There's a, a film. March? It's definitely coming out. They're not putting any money into that. Oh, yeah. They've given up on it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, there's a film coming out called Zone of Interest. Sounds like a, sounds like a Paul Greengrass movie. It's about a... Starring Matt Damon? <laughs> no. So it's about a family that lives like on the outskirts of Auschwitz. And oh. it's I mean I think it's supposed to be pretty dark mm-hmm. and intense. Um and it's not one that's gotten like it's not kind of in the public. Mm-hmm. People aren't talking about it, but it's one that I'm like <clears throat> I'm just curious about, I guess, more than mm-hmm. maybe hyped or excited for. Um I always appreciate films that really make me think mm-hmm. so that seems like it's going to be one that oh it's an a24 movie too yeah makes you think um i think next will be luke's most anticipated movie of the year and uh that is since dune moved yeah yeah and that's wonka i thought you were gonna say something else but um yeah totally. <laughs> i'm Ob- really obviously curious. this is the only movie i care about over the next several months i'm really curious to see how this film performs like not even like i think critically it'll probably be fine um but i think just because it has timothy chalamet in it and like it's got some big names like hugh grant's also in it olivia coleman um i think it has a it has probably expectations that are too high for it like paddington movies don't break the bank they're not mm-hmm. they're not making billion dollars on something like that and so I'm, I'm just curious to what the expectations are for this and what it'll actually do i'm hoping that it's kind of pleasantly charming and kind of cute and that's all it needs to be but it could it needs to be good and it needs to be good i mean it should be right like it should be good <laughs> will it be nobody knows uh, I think the only thing that could really draw me in to see it is Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> I think he's gonna. He has a tiny part in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Probably has a tiny part in the movie. But I just I, I watched the trailer and I hate it so much. <laughs> I don't want to watch a Jim Carrey impersonation. Um, and it be advertised as a Gene Wilder impression. Because they're not at all the same. And then it gets to the end with Hugh Grant in the, the glass bottle. And I'm just like, this, this looks bad. I'm looking forward to it. Oh. Um, over in the chat, Baroque says that A24 has the Iron Claw coming in December. And I'm really excited about it. 
Um, this is a true story of um, the Bon Eric. Oh, this brothers. is the movie with uh, Zac Efron. Uh, yeah, all juiced up on the oh, and the dude from the Bear. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, uh, Jeremy Allen White. Yep, yep, yep. They're juiced to the gills, baby. Just steroids galore in this movie. <laughs> Have you seen the the pictures of Efron for this? Yeah. He looks disgusting. Un- unhealthy. <laughs> yeah, he uh, has an interesting look. Him now. and his jaw spacers, dude. Oof. Yeah. I mean, he looks... Dang. I think that boy beyond something. From East High <laughs> all the way to... God. What? Are we sure Why he's... does it look Are we sure he's weird. not what? He-Man? What do you mean? Is he in a He-Man movie? Because that looks like... Why does what look weird? His face. Because he has jaw spacers. That's what I was talking about. He had plastic surgery. He's gotten like a real bad accident. Oh, I didn't know. When that. he was filming that thing down in Australia. Yeah. He like almost died. He had to have plastic surgery to get his face kind of. I didn't know that. Face. Yeah. I feel bad for making fun of him earlier. Yeah. Wow. Why didn't you tell me that? Wow. I said he has jaw spacers <laughs> before. I, the beginning of the show, when I was like, "F you, Zach Efron." I said it. You don't. Okay. You can't expect Luke to know yeah. what jaw spacers it was, are. It was thirty minutes ago. For all Luke knows, so. that's the same thing that Marlon Brando put in to get make the make the master to the thing for the Godfather. This is the jaw spacers. Why do you sound like Bane? <laughs> or a pilot, or a fighter pilot? Yeah. Who, no one knows. No one knows which one. Um, <laughs> back to superhero movies. Uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. We're getting the trailer for this tomorrow, uh, but we got a brief got a teaser. teaser today. Um, the teaser looks insane, and that's, I think, what I was expecting. So I'm. It looks more of like what Aquaman was. Yeah. Yeah. I think the. Like, like the nothing point, in it made me being, go, ooh, and nothing in it made me go, ugh. This was like, okay, it made a billion is... dollars, yeah. and therefore, why stray too far from the the formula recipe? Yeah, yeah like you don't. Um, it'll probably be a, a fun one to go see in IMAX, and then we may be like, ah, pay your CGI artist more, because <laughs> they. I the mean, first one looked real. No, no, or we'll this, be like, pay your writers. Yeah, <laughs> we'll both pay everyone a little more. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just in time for Christmas, we have the color purple. We talked about this trailer uh, like three or four weeks ago. Yeah. So I guess we're kind of getting into into winter now, but we'll just go. We'll, we're we're here at the end. Winter of the year. doesn't start till December twenty first. Fair enough. Let's, let's be frank. Fair enough. So, but we will we'll round out the year. Ferrari comes out also right at the end of December. Excited for that one. Um, Adam Driver. Are you not going to actually talk about the world's most anticipated movie, though? I was leaving it for you, my man. <sighs> Sexy Star Wars? Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. Wait, that's no I don't re- remember no, when, when it No, it's October, drops. isn't it? I think it's December. Oh, you're right. It is December. It is December. Yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. Star Wars no one's in test, actually, boobs, blood, and anticipate for that. language. I can't believe I forgot that the actual most anticipated December 22nd, movie. December 22nd, yeah. Um, the, the new Paw Patrol 
Mighty Patrol movie. Dude, Mighty Patrol, yeah. yeah. I'm really anticipating your review. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm going to take Bryn to it. Dude, let's go together. I think I'm going to like take a day I off and go see go. it. That'd be fun. All of us together. I don't know if Bryn will make it through the movie, but... I they might try. have uh, th- what, uh, the sensory... The cry room? No, it's like they make it... They leave the lights kind of on and they turn down the volume for mm. kids. I think Bryn would be fine with the audio. I just more think she'll get bored. <laughs> be like, I want to go play. 20 minutes in. Just could, bring a Paw Patrol toy so that she can like, wee! It'll yeah. probably be 20 minutes in. Chase she'll be bored and you'll be like, man, what is going to happen? <laughs> Come on, Chase. Get back on the case. She knows all their names. She's got them down. She even corrects me sometimes. Oh, I love Because I don't it. know their names. I love I kind it. of do, but not all of them. I mix some of them up. Chase. Yeah. Marshall. Just wait. Sure. Just Rubble, wait till she starts. Zuma, Sky, Rocky. Now you're just making up words. <laughs> Liberty is from the mm-hmm. first movie. Yep. I read the book. The Dachshund. Liberty, yep. Liberty, Liberty. Um, is that all of them? What's the snow one? Everest. Everest. Yeah, good call. And then, of course, Ryder. Uh, Ryder, yeah. Uh, What's the recycle? Snow. The green. That's Rocky. Oscar. That's, oh, Rocky. that's Rocky. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. yeah. And Zuma's the orange one mm-hmm. with the anchors. The, the water. The water guy, yeah. Yeah. See, we know him. Yeah, we got this. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> I actually, so sometimes we'll play the Paw Patrol game with Bryn. Oh, yeah, yeah. He loves it. So Claire she... went from playing the Paw Patrol game last year to watching me play Starfield. So <laughs> <laughs> She'll be killing pirates before it's all said and done. We mostly just jump around on the moon. It's fine. <laughs> We find a low-gravity place. And all right, Claire, jump. now go into the building and kill all the pirates. <laughs> Throw a grenade, close the door. Don't look at the blood splatter. You can destroy their ship, or you can board them and kill them and make it personal. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Whoa. Make sure you kill people in low gravity so they very slowly fall over. It's like one of my favorite things. Or do an explosion next to them. And so they just... They um, it's like well, home run. Before we get into some news, uh, maybe Tyler, you want to give us a, some impressions of Starfield? We Luke and I got to share ours last week, um, and we maybe had some additional thoughts. But I'm curious what your first I don't know what 15, 20, how many somewhere hours have you put that, in there? Somewhere around that 20 hour mark, I think. I'm level 20. Okay. Um, not that it's like an hour per level. Sometimes it's in bunches. Sometimes I play three hours and don't level up at all like it depends what i'm doing yep. right yep um but just like some very quick bullet point impressions um i love the amount of stories in this game that are actually interesting yeah um like side quests and things don't feel um monotonous or like i got completely derailed by <laughs> early on in the game doing the the vanguard storyline which is really good um and i i've since peeled off of it because i was like i really gotta get back on this main story (laughs) um but like you get so caught up in the characters within these little side stories and i think it's really cool um and then like some of the random stuff you come across like i was out by paradiso and ran into this ship and they were like people who left earth 200 years ago and just never made it to their destination until now and all these and i'm just like this is so cool (laughs) um the depth of the lore and kind of just the thought that goes into the religions of the game, the mm-hmm. factions of the games. I think it's just so well done. I, that's a main story spoiler, so I can't talk about it. But some of the stuff they do with 
parts of the story are so impressive to me. We can talk about that offline. Um, resource gathering and planet surveying is just super relaxing. Like I kind of enjoy just walking around and scanning stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I've leveled up my speaking my language. Like I've leveled up my surveying <laughs> skill because it's just fun to do. Like I just walk around I'm like boop. Don't attack the animal. <laughs> run away! Run away! I like try to sneak up in the scan them without them attacking me because you know there's predators, there's prey, and then there's like scavengers, scavengers, and mm-hmm. like the predators always attack me, so I try to be sneaky. <laughs> Whew, got it. Have um, you encountered like a, a herd, herd, a herd of animals? Or yes. Anything yet? Yes, I have. It was scary. <laughs> and the first place I went, I went with Barrett, and we walk out of this planet, and there's like a herd of these big dinosaur looking things and i like walked out and i was like oh these are really cool and barrett just starts blasting and like they all started like attacking me and i, I was like what and you immediately pinched him back to the ship yeah yes i never with, took him with uh, me again surveying with any companion is not, not a great idea yeah. unless yeah. you're wanting to hunt yeah no it <laughs> you was want to slaughter everything in your path it was terrifying. i don't have that problem I've only oh. ever taken Sarah or Andreja with me, but... Sarah doesn't like to shoot stuff, so... Barrett and Sam got stuck on the ship. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. So, so yeah, I really enjoy the resource and planet surveying stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I think combat is much improved compared to previous Bethesda games. To me, it's a lot more engaging. It's a lot more fun. I never really was a huge fan of the VAT system in Fallout, so I'm glad there's nothing like that. Um... I like. No, it's weird. I like the gunplay more. Yeah. When I first started playing, I kept hitting our our right bumper left for bumper vats. for vats because yeah. I was like, it's a Bethesda game, <laughs> and I just played uh, Fallout Four a little bit just mm-hmm. to like I get back into Bethesda, feel mode. it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I was in my one of my first engagements, and I was just like, push. I just kept putting on my Your scanner. scanner. I was just like, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> started blasting yeah i know so so that's really cool um and honestly one of the things that i've never really grown to expect from bethesda games like they've had set pieces in the past but i feel like the set pieces in this are just better done and part of that is it's new Mm -hmm. and tech's better and and their graphic engine's better and they can do a little bit more Mm -hmm. um so I like the the set pieces that I've gotten to see, even within side quests. Like yeah. we were kind of talking at church about like New Atlantis, and I was like, "Yeah, mine's destroyed." And you guys were like, "What?" <laughs> what? And I was like, "Yeah, mine's like it's been destroyed." <laughs> um, funny enough, it's been fixed now, so that's cool. Yeah, that happened in a split second for me. Oh, mine got fixed because mine was destroyed too. And then I walked to my ship or into a store and interacted with somebody. Walked back out, and the giant gate they had made to keep people out was gone and everything was back to normal it's just like oh yeah my giant gate mine very vaguely i will state my new atlantis was attacked by aliens and not like the story aliens like different things uh it was kind of cool i don't know if i would have said that but okay (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fine um what those aliens are you have to find out um neither of you know what's going on actually you both do now and then i guess things for improvement um i think gun variety could be a little bit better is one of my 
it's not like a huge problem, but I think it could be a little better. Mm-hmm. And then I think the onboarding process at the beginning of the game for space travel. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I figured it out, and I'm fine with it now. But, like, at the beginning, I didn't really know how to navigate the, the map yeah. for it, and I was kind of frustrating. Uh, but once you figure it out, it's fine. Just they Their onboarding is a one text box. Yeah, it's yeah. not much at all, ever. And it's like that for everything mm-hmm. that they do. So, And a lot of times, you accidentally just skip through it. Mm-hmm. There is a help section if you ever... Or like, how the heck yeah. do I do this? There's a, just a long list of stuff. Um, that not, again, not like entirely online. user friendly, but it is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I. It's. Uh, I've really enjoyed my time with it. I think it's a ton of fun, and it's kind of one of those games that all I do is think about playing it when I'm not playing it. Yep. Um, which is always always fun to come across. I'm uh, I'm closing in on forty hours now. Uh, level thirty-two, I think. Who to thunk? <laughs> no, what's crazy is I have twenty-five more hours, and I'm seven levels under you. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a I've done a lot more of the main story missions. Um, yeah, so I mean, they're obviously, I think. You the game encourages you to play however you want. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you're looking for like progression, you know surveying isn't gonna make you progress as fast as no. doing <laughs> not, quests not at all. and things like that. Um, I just like watching the alien bugs dance. Dance, absolutely. And I was just like, I think I should run. <laughs> <laughs> trying to mate with you, dude. The thing that I've figured out (laughs) is he say is he saying yes to the dress? Um, This game, what amazes me is how going in, I thought I was gonna play one way. Like it's a space game, it's an RPG. You can you really can kind of play it more or less however you want. And I had this idea of playing it this one way, and about ten hours in, I like slowly felt and this is probably just my personality right like i'm a i'm a i'm a blue i'm a labrad i'm a, like a golden retriever kind of personality i was like i care too much about my companions to be just this a whole space pirate <laughs> so so i kind of care like that so then i'm like and it made me care about those people um i also think having gone a little more into the story than you I've, I'm actually really impressed with the story. Uh, there's a couple missions that I just played that I am like, I can't wait for you guys to get to. Yeah, I, I get caught up in the main story quite a bit where I'm like, I gotta keep playing it. And then, like, but there's still all this other stuff. I have to remind myself, like, I will get to do the other stuff, whether I do the main story now or later. Yeah. So, I just kind of just, whatever I'm feeling when I get on, that's what I do. Yeah. Like, right now I'm doing main story stuff. I have been off the main story for so long now. <laughs> I got caught up in the the Crimson Fleet, um, mm. UC Sistef side quest. And I, I can't call it a side quest. Because in itself, it's a game. Yeah. yeah. It took me the entire week to kind of get through it. So like, I don't know, two to three hours until Saturday when I finished it. And... When you say the Crimson Fleet, like what angle of that are you playing? 
So the way it started for me was I forgot I had contraband on my ship. Oh, okay. I got caught, mm-hmm. and it was just like, crap. I'm going to have to pay 15,000 credits or whatever to get out of jail, and it'll be fine. But I got taken to a UC giant battleship, and they're like, we want you to go undercover with the Crimson Fleet. That's so cool. Because <laughs> I have that quest, but through a different avenue. Did you get it through like the Crimson Fleet or something? No, nope, I got it through the Vanguard. Okay, okay. They asked me to go undercover. Because I'm wondering, like, because... I've not done it, but... Yeah, see, and, from like, my they asked angle, me, and I was just like... I just haven't done it yet. I said yes, but I am but I haven't done it either. For, so, for, like, my angle of the story, I stuck as the undercover cop. Uh-huh. I'm playing super heroic. I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to not kill people whenever I can, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to help out the cops to stop the evil pirates, and eventually made it through that. And I just want to be like, can I start this quest from the Crimson Fleet side and like mm. invade the UC people? Like, I'm just curious. Eventually, when I get to New Game Plus, like, can I just to play do it, it different again? the second time? Especially yeah, with yeah. the way it all ends is just bananas, <laughs> and <laughs> it, it was a lot of fun and. I got a lot of money for beating that. Nice. I don't know, like, what anything, your guys' is anything is pirate right related, now. you get a ton of money, I feel like. I'm... Well, how much money do we have? Do I have? Yeah. Uh, like, 50? I was sitting at around 600,000. Nice. And that's when I was like, we're building a ship from scratch <laughs> because we can afford it now. Is that when you got Bongo? Yeah, that's when I built the Tribubble Bongo from Phantom Menace. Let's go! <laughs> Um, and I'm still like, I think I'm just under 500,000 now. I have so much money. It's so awesome. Go buy a house. I have, uh, a couple of places. I've earned stuff. Cause like even the current quest, even I just did was maybe you've spent a lot of time in neon. So maybe you've gotten to this one. Um, have you gotten the quest to apply for a job at Ryujin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that from New Atlantis. I applied at a terminal. At a little kiosk, yeah, yeah. I just have to go do my interview. <laughs> Not done that yet. I've, there's there's a couple interview ones. I've done another one, too. Both on Neon. Um, the Ryujin one was awesome. That's one of the little animated shorts I won't, they I won't out. say, like, where it all goes to, but you're essentially a fixer for them. So, like, you plan evidence. And oh, that's awesome. That's what the uh, and, animated short was. And I would say, how do you I'm do? heroic, so... How do you even do that? So when I break in, it's... I am scum saving the heck out of it because I am not shooting anybody. And by the time you get to the end of it, it was hard. It was legit really hard. And I spent, let's see, I, it was the only thing I even did Sunday. I started that quest and then around six o'clock, I was like, man, I'm getting kind of hungry. And that like final mission I was on, I finally beat around 1030 and I was like, I've got to eat something. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what's so cool about it is you get so caught up in like a quest line or like a character arc for one of your companions and you just keep playing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I have to figure out, like I got to get to the end of this bottle, right? Like I have to, the end of the tunnel, figure out what this is. Um, And it's it's, so well done. It's, it's really hard to tell people, to tell people how to play the game. Yeah. Um, Everybody because you, it's like play the game how you want to, but at the same time, people 
I don't think they quite comprehend role playing game. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like my character I picked a role. I'm I'm loyal good unless the party attacks I'm going to join with right. the party. Yeah. Because that's what that's makes of, D&D fun. Like yeah. like okay, we're we're in this. I don't have to like it, but I'm here. Yeah, at a certain point you're like, out of your control too. I see people like talking about the game. They're like I it didn't wow me. I didn't think it was fun and it's like they're just kind of clicking through the options. They're like, oh, this sounds. This is a funny little dialogue thing. Mm. It has nothing to do with a role they like picked. playing your character. It definitely yeah. helps if you embrace that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, absolutely. eventually, like in a year, when I start a new character, we're going bad, baby, and it's it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm going to hit about the attack option every time. Changing, <laughs> yeah, changing how I play, and especially, I think. The first time special because you don't know what's coming. Yeah. But there's going to be things like like what you talked about with the Crimson Fleet quest line. Is there a way I can get into that differently? It's like, can I be, just be a pirate? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm just taking down the UC, <laughs> taking down a whole government. Um, or locations change over time. Like we talked mm-hmm. about with New Atlantis being, um, is has the possibility of being wrecked. Like, I'm going to go back now. I've I've actually spent more time looking around New Atlantis after it was destroyed in my game for a reason, um, and I like I want to go back and there were places I didn't explore that are now like that are closed off, and I'm like, was that closed off before? I don't know. I and I and I can't know until I go start again. And Dude, I'm, I until today maybe I hadn't ever been to the well. Oh really? Yeah, my church is down there, so I went down there pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I. Church. Yeah. I had my church's tithe box. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't been there. I was like, Your oh, church this is, is cool. Is is a, are atheists. Yeah. The Enlightenment. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so boring. <laughs> it's so I should have chosen the serpent people. That would have been so the, but it would have kind of clashed. Or whatever. But yeah, well, they're like all about that. crazy stuff. Yeah, they're talking they about like talking about things like that though. Like, alliances and, like, religious preference. Like, you don't think about it making a big deal. But, like, the character that I have a relationship with is of a different religion than me. And it comes up in our conversation, and it's, like, heartbreaking to me. I'm just like, can I convert for you? I'm sorry. This shouldn't cost me. You can go leave your church. Yeah, you can leave your church. I I talked to my guy right at the beginning and was like, should I just do this for (laughs) you? Yeah, I put the raised universal yeah. thing on, and I was like, I don't really know what this means. But and then as I like, played through the story, I've learned a little bit about it. I'm like... You're the same as Mateo. Mm, yeah. Yeah, but... <laughs> they like, give me my little outfit, and I was like, I'm not wearing that. Yeah, the outfit is <laughs> super dumb, because I did the same. But, like, certain quest lines, like, if there is something about religion in it, you're talking to certain characters, yeah. it would give you unique dialogue. Yep. And that's actually helped me in some cases. I got some of those in Aquila City too, because mm. I, I put that's where I was like from or yep. whatever. Yep. And it was cool. Like you get to the city there, and some things are happening, and like you have different dialogue options that you wouldn't have if you didn't choose that background. And I'm like, man, this is just so. I have my so cool. I did either of you choose empath? No. no, that's where my dialogue options come from mainly. Nice. I can have other characters answer for me and stuff yep 
I could I had that option when I was doing some of the stuff with the Universal Group mm-hmm. because I could be like Mateo, this is all you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like have him do everything instead of me doing. It. I didn't do it. Well, there's sometimes where it's unprompted. You're if you have a companion with you, they'll just they'll talk, just yeah. answer, and you're like, well, oh, what if I had a different companion or no companion? Right. Um, it's super impressive the depth there, and I, I just to kind of echo your guys's sentiment, like. If you're just playing it to rush through the story, um, I think you're going to miss out on a lot. Yep. There, I think there's a good story there. I've enjoyed what I've gotten, but it, it's made so much better by the relationships and the little unique stories I've made along the way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Yeah, there's a lot of times where I'll be doing a main story thing, and then I'll be close on another quest line. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to go do that for a little while. <laughs> and yeah. like... Or I'm going to go survey this planet now because I'm here and I don't know if I'll ever come back. Or right. like, mm-hmm. you just kind of do stuff and it makes it really fun. Yeah. And um, something that I really liked about the side stories too, and I didn't know this was going to be a thing, I finished. I didn't even finish it. It was like along the way, I unlocked one of the bottom tiers on the skill tree. Oh, like in all the, the way quest. down? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Oh, oh. That's interesting. I and I can, I can upgrade had, it. I haven't had that happen. Yeah. So, Super and cool. I, I won't use it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also kind of the reason. It's, it was part of the Ryujin. Mm. Um, it's part of the reason it was so hard. Gosh, that quest was so hard. And what am I? Awful good. Bad at video games. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not where I thought you were going with that. Yeah. Didn't either. Um, the didn't last thing it. I would just add is I, I've seen a lot, and I'm not trying to like be a, a Starfield defender, but this, I think, just comes down to preference for me. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people complain about like the planets and how like you, know, you only go do what you need to do there, and then you leave, or you know you can look around for a little while, things like that. I prefer that over playing Fallout 4 where I'm just walking aimlessly across the wasteland forever to get mm. from point to point. I like the drop-in, drop-out feel of it. Yeah. I think it's really nice. I think it makes the game feel... Um, you know, We're talking about slow down, enjoy the game, but it makes the game feel faster. Like Part of Fallout's issues for me have always just kind of been the pacing of it. Sorry. Well, and it gives Football. you choice, right? Yeah. So like, I can spend as much time on a planet as I if want. If you want to take it slow... Yep. Go for it. Walk right. around all you want. If you want to like move on to the next thing or not even go to a plane, go up into space, fly around, and go find some pirates to shoot. Yeah. Go find someone in need of help. I think the thing too, like, is it gives you variety in environment. Like Fallout is drab gray wasteland the whole time you play it. Mm-hmm. Starfield, if I get to a planet I don't like, guess what? I just fly off. Yeah. If I don't like the way it looks or if it's just not something that really want to spend any time on i can just leave yeah fallout i'm stuck where i am and like it's just so nice to me it's just such a good change yep agreed (laughs) agreed okay well that's lots more starfield thoughts have you guys been sorry have you been to earth yet yeah i've gone and explored Uh uh-huh i haven't been to earth yet no earth sucks um (laughs) like in the most story reason possible it's just like completely dead have you have you learned how or why it's that way uh i don't know if i learned how but somebody just said like the atmosphere 
there's blew a whole up, blew up and there's went a away. whole story quest like main story quest thing at, and that's the one I'm really excited for you guys to go to. I I found books and one of them was Oliver Twist and one of them was something about Egypt and it was like Oliver Twist sends you to like London. Yeah, send me to yeah. London and I have another quest to go to go to Egypt. Yeah. So I got the story of Earth through I'm the Vanguard quest line. I'm, I'm gonna go take a picture with the pyramids. So when you do and this this is not a spoiler, this is actually talked about prior to the game coming out. There's in the Vanguard quest line you actually get to go to a museum mm-hmm. and you get like the entire story of why we are where we are today. The one on Titan? Museum. No, it's in it's in New Atlantis. New Atlantis. Oh, and then you get to go on like flight simulator and all this stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, like the museum kind of gives you the big overarching story of like how everything came to be and who these factions are and who are the major players and all that. It's really cool. I I spent a lot of time in there. Still and, need still need to find the American flag on the moon or the the landing, the landing zone on yeah. the moon. The other thing, sorry. I have to, um, in the museum, this is something that's really cool. It's a minor detail. It doesn't hurt anything. One of the things you do as you go through there is there's like these little buttons you can interact with. You can choose to just run through there, Mm -hmm. or you can choose to interact with each button and listen to the story and learn more about the, the settled systems. And when you go through and you hit all the buttons, or if you don't, when you go to do like your sign in for joining the Vanguard, they reward you like, "Oh, you pay attention to detail. Thank you for actually paying attention to all this." And I was yeah. like, "That's really cool." <laughs> like, and if you don't run through it, they'll be like, "Oh, this guy doesn't pay attention." And like, it changes the way that your commander like reacts to you. There are like, this is so cool. There are absolutely quests that like test you. Yeah. On if you paid attention paid to what attention you're doing. To stuff. Yeah. I did one today that was that way. It's like, oh, okay, well. Yeah. Right. I had a I had a quest where I had to like steal a key card and it was based on a name. <laughs> and I didn't realize that I was given a name. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, "Hey, this is your this is the person's uniform that you stole." Mm-hmm. Had no idea. So I just used my own initials and they just happened to be the right ones. Oh, no. oh my gosh. No, it's it's really just I was lucky. It's it's seriously so good. I, I I like it a lot. I can't wait to play more. Yep. Um so something else that has you know, we 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 neglected to talk about it last week. But I want to talk about it. Make sure we uh bring up Ahsoka because we don't have a dedicated T V talk series this time. Yeah, I'm caught up now too. Best like Star Wars character. So we can talk about kind of episodes two uh three and three and four. Mm-hmm. Um and just and the, it's awesome. Yeah, it's good. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the episode tomorrow. <sighs> yeah, I'm. That that was gonna get to that in news. You know, they're they're showing the fifth episode in theaters. select movie theaters. Like that's really cool. What the heck? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not here. Yeah, Regal Regal and Wichita didn't get it, but Regal was the one who was doing it. Mm-hmm. Wichita didn't get it. Darn it. Sorry, yeah. Luke. Um. But no, this show is awesome, and Dana's been watching it with me, which has been really cool. She likes it so much that she went and watched episode one the other night. Oh, and I was wow. like, that's the one you chose? But Dude, <laughs> episode, episode three was really good, but episode four was freaking awesome. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about Star Wars episode one, not oh. re-watching Ahsoka. Like, went and watched the prequel the movie. The Phantom Menace. Yeah, Menace. the Phantom Menace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, gotcha. I mean, it's got the the dual lightsaber. Like, yeah, but she went back and watched it, and she's like, I like Star Wars a lot. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty great. And I think yeah, Ahsoka does a good job of reminding us why we like Star Wars. I think it's doing a really good job of balancing a lot of what um, makes classic Star Wars have this special place in our heart, but also try to do something. I think it has an advantage. It tries to do something new, but it it gets to play with characters that some of us already know. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, you know... I have a feeling y'all will like dogpile on me here in a second, but Ahsoka is the best Star Wars character. is is an awesome Star Wars character, but she's struggling with a lot of those same issues that even um, Luke was struggling with in the uh, the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Of like, I gave up on Anakin. I gave up on um, Sabine. Um, that's that self doubt, um, but they're not leaning into it so hard that it's abrasive. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think with what like Ryan did in the Last Jedi was obviously abrasive, um, maybe to a fault. <laughs> so somebody clipped that. Don't. It was perfect. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to change it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I just that is just going to. I'm saying that to say that I, I really appreciate what Dave Filoni and the team over at Lucasfilm is, are doing with Ahsoka, which is not just doing nostalgia stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're not taking the easy way out of, like, our heroes are all perfect. Our heroes are flawed. Even when they've aged, they're still, they have doubts. They have struggles. Um, you know, in episode four... I love the decision that Sabine makes. Mm-hmm. That is such a like honestly, it's such an Ahsoka thing, <laughs> right? Like she thinks she can save her friend, mm-hmm. um, and she's willing to take that risk. Well, I think it's just interesting, especially when you've watched all of Clone Wars and Rebels. Like that's. That's what Anakin essentially trained her to do, and she probably did it without realizing it when she's training Sabine and leading her in a rebellion. She trained her the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was I was really happy when she made that decision. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And it was an interesting decision, which mm-hmm. was nice. Yeah, definitely went against what I expected it to be. I also nice. loved the decision that they made with Maroc. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Yep. Such an amazing character. Loved it. Um, it just made me so happy. Good, good lightsaber duels in this one. Yeah. We get lots of them. Yep. Uh, extended fight scenes. I really liked the one with Balin and Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. some people were like, she has two lightsabers, why should why would she not use two? It's like, well, I don't know about you, but whenever I had a lightsaber duel in Jedi Survivor, I always put away all my lightsabers and used one because it's easier. 
That was just me. <laughs> um, I, I think of it as like a she knows based on who she's in combat with what's going to give her the best opportunity. Yeah. Right? And even like I was like like he's big and strong. She's got to be able to focus on being strong, like too. defending yeah. against those like, kind of heavy attacks. Right. And... Like she can't she can't just be quick and nimble because yeah. Like I don't know. I, I just think it makes sense. Yeah. And I just I felt like I was seeing a lot of the iconic. We're about to fight poses mm-hmm. from old Star Wars Star Wars duels, and it was like, oh, they're going through the stances or whatever. It's like yeah. this is a this is a lightsaber duel, but they're kind of trying to outwit each other. I thought that was so cool. I think Balin is awesome. I agree. I, I also agree. just like the way he blocks bolts. Just it's like just has a little box that he moves his arms around. Yep, it's like a robot. He's not like. Because I think a lot of times we think of like you have to like you're while you're while you're blocking you're also moving. It's like in case I miss the block, I don't want to get hit, so I'm moving myself out of the way. Yeah. But I'm also block like, and he's just like, no, I trust I'm gonna block it. Yeah. I'm unmovable. He put all of his stats in his defense. <laughs> he's also just great. Yeah. Yeah. Great line delivery. Huge. Bummer. He's got good, um, like facial reaction and anim- like animation and his expression expressionism um and and when he is delivering lines or, or it's also just, just nice within the show to have a, a antagonist that's somewhat honorable yeah um yeah you know a lot of historically in the movies star wars is pretty black and white it's nice to have something. I'm the, the bad guy. Yeah. Mustache twist. Right. Like it's nice to have somebody like him who you're kind of like. Yeah, he's he's the antagonist, but like, if he were to flip, it wouldn't surprise me. I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, he's making the decision that fits with what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's you know it. That's not always been the case, so it's just nice. I think I know. My prediction is that the girl kills him. Mm. His apprentice. Two. Can only be two. Um. Because she even she was like seeing him kind of just talk to Sabine, mm. and I was like, "Yeah, you could see you, like the, her face was like a very much like she looks like she's me. just out for blood." Yeah. yeah, I am really curious about her story though. Like, she's I hope on the we, way to hope we get Sithhood. Get more her eyes of her yellow. backstory. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her eyes will next, be yellow. That's that's exactly right. The next couple episodes. So, and of course, we I guess we don't need to say it because I don't know what the spoiler situation is, but just the way the episode ends had mm. me. Yeah, giggling like a little kid again. Yep. Yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. I think I'm it's curious. One of those like... things a lot of people don't understand completely, and even I, having seen Rebels, don't fully comprehend what that is. And I hope they never fully explain. And it. and that's okay. We're we're right. Um, I just, it was just funny getting on Twitter the next day and just all the like. Arguing about it. Yeah. 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 I'm like, okay, that doesn't seem... It's not that There's big. only probably two people that know, and it's Dave Filoni and kind of George Lucas. When Filoni <laughs> explained it to George Lucas. Right. He's like, this is my interpretation of how this thing works. And Lucas is like, okay, as he rolled around in his $4 million <laughs> of cash. Yeah. Million? You mean billion? Billion. <laughs> oh, the rest is in the bank. He's got a million. Just around. the $4 million just for the bathtub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is mattress. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the where the episode leaves off is super interesting. Yeah, you might have to just go watch that arc in Rebels where 
where they're at now. Just to kind of see how it worked in the past. Because mm-hmm. we've been there. Yeah, I just watched Dave Filoni explain it. Oh, the, the interview yeah. we had? I was like, I don't need to go watch a TV yeah. show. I'll just watch Filoni explain it and call it good. That's a good video. Yeah. All right, so we're all pretty high on Ahsoka. Excited yeah. for this next episode. Better than I expected it to be, which is really refreshing. <laughs> Considering Absolutely. Disney Plus has uh, I'm still not nervous. done well. <laughs> They've done better with Star Wars, though. I would, yeah. I would say Star like Wars only is, Mando yeah. Season 3 is actually bad. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. You're right. I forgot about it. <laughs> they had two back... Thank you for reminding me they about had, Boba Fett. They had two back-to-back, and for me, like, Mando Season 2 was not great. It had, it had good moments, mm-hmm. but it wasn't great. And so, like, Andor was that first, like, glimpse of, like, okay, yes. Glimpse well, no, no. Visions, Visions has always been my life. Visions doesn't count as my kid. <laughs> Visions is awesome, but yeah. So we're talking okay. about live action. Anyway, stuff. when does Vision season three come out? What's going on? Ain't nobody, nobody better be hating on Vision. Um, news. Less stop motion. Okay, Luke doesn't like one particular. We had like four episodes of stop motion last season in Visions, so let's get into like let's do more anime stuff. This next season, I bet there's more cooking. Let let it's, them it's in the oven. let them cook. Let them cook. Oh, that was a trailer we didn't mention earlier. Chicken Run Two. Mm. There's a Chicken Run Two. Yeah. yeah. Netflix is doing it. Yeah. Again. yeah. <laughs> I might cancel Netflix. It's Chicken Run Two: Birth of the Nugget, right? Yeah. And that's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> or. The birth of the nugget, or like dawn of the nugget, dawn of the nugget, I don't know. I don't know. something like that. Something, something about, about nuggets. Yeah, something something about chicken nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. Why? <laughs> okay, I'm happy for all of you guys. It's great. Have fun. I'll watch the crappy pain hustlers movie. You guys can watch the crappy chicken run two movie. Oh, I'm not excited for chicken run. I just think it's funny how much you hate stop motion. Yeah, it, it makes me happy how much you hate that. Um, um, well, what are the uh, news we got? The first news story is that Ahsoka is going to episode five will be in theaters this week. Um, if you're lucky enough to live in a city where it's being shown, highly recommend going and seeing it so we can get more stuff like this. This oh. is cool. Um, also, just really gets me fired up for what this week holds. Uh, that's tomorrow, right? They come out Tuesday nights? Tuesdays, yep. At like eight or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, Boy, howdy. I'm on Starfield. Eight o'clock hits. Take Chuck that controller. <laughs> I put on Ahsoka. Um, I have two other things. Uh, the first thing, relevant because we're watching football. Mm-hmm. Um, a documentary about Demar Hamlin and his recovery from his on-field incident is in the works. This is over on the Hollywood Reporter. Um, I think this will be super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely plan to watch it wherever it is. Uh, that is one of the craziest stories, and I'm very curious to hear more about it. Is he playing right now? He's inactive tonight. They just showed him a second ago. Um, And then the other thing, uh, we know Tarantino's final movie is called The Movie Critic, Mm -hmm. and it's complete in terms of writing and things like that, so at least first drafts. Um, And the rumor is Paul Walter Hauser is being offered the lead role for it. Fantastic Uh, choice. That's really cool. I, you know, I hope he accepts it, you know. That was this was all before the the strikes. Dude, so what if the movie that Tarantino makes and it sucks is the movie critic? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty is that funny. Irony. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. But uh, no, I mean, I, I I saw that headline. I was like, I would love to see 
Paul Walter Hauser in a Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Be a really fun kind of a pairing I wouldn't have expected, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, and obviously Samuel Jackson. Yes. And Leo and all the other people that are going to come out of the woodworks to be in this one. In the, the last roles. one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's also weird just right now because of the strikes. You see yeah. like a rumored cast. You're just like, is that real? Is that, though? Yeah, yeah, that's it's, real. Because they're not talking. No. Yeah, they're and not. It's like, but you also don't know when when it was when it was done. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, it, I'm I'm excited for this movie. I'm very curious. I mean, if it truly is his final movie, like I'm very curious to see what it is. It'll be his final movie, and then he'll come back in ten years. He'll do like like Michael Mann. He's like ten years. Now he's coming out with Ferrari or whatever. Right. He'll be like, I'm back. I don't know if he'll do like movie. a TV show or something. I'd be interested to see something of his a little more long form. Don't know what that would be like, but I feel like that could be podcast. Pretty unique audio podcast. <laughs> unique, yeah. I uh, Quentin Tarantino radio <laughs> podcast. Oh, Welcome boy. to the Quentin Tarantino oh, radio show on BBC. Um, well, Tyler, you mentioned the the strikes. Yep, they're on on ongoing. I think we're like twenty weeks into the writer strike. Actor strike significantly less than that, but um, a number of things just to kind of like. <laughs> I think this the a, a couple of these news stories like just really struck me as like clearly there's like the discrepancy is bigger than we think I guess and it was things like Steven Spielberg and Kate Capshaw donate more than a million dollars to those affected by the WGA and SAG after strikes and didn't Dwayne Johnson do that like a few weeks back yeah something like that yep. like he donated Greg Berlanti commits five hundred thousand dollars to strike relief fund to support. Really? Stuck. He got money like that? So like Arrowverse was paying big time. <laughs> he he made oh, like Ryan shows. Ryan Murphy launches a half million dollar strike fund. Um it I think it's that it just goes to show like there clearly is there's there's a pay discrepancy there. Yes, the Chris Pratt's probably get way too much money. But there are hundreds and thousands of actors who work their butts off and can't make enough to have health insurance through their union. And if individuals during a strike can like help get them through that, then I think that the stu- there's there's just no excuse at this point I think for the studios to not I mean at this point they're they're I don't know what the studio's end game is at this point. I don't think they do either. I, I don't. I don't get it. The other kind of tangentially related news um, is that uh, Warner Brothers and I want to say Universal, NBC Universal, drop a bunch of have dropped a bunch of like first look deals, like are basically saying like these are suspended. So like Warner Brothers um, and Bad Robot. That's um It's okay, nothing came out of it anyway. Well no, but you're in <laughs> you're not wrong. Um Greg Berlanti, Chuck uh Lore uh Lore. Chuck Lore, um Lauren Michaels, Dwayne Johnson, like all these deals are, are essentially being cancelled because nothing's getting made. Yeah. And that's not good for anyone in the business. So, like, 
I don't know. Here's here's the thing. It's disheartening. So I'm going to compare this to football right now because mm-hmm. as a Chiefs fan, we've had a player on holdout because he wanted a raise. Yeah. Um. They paid him today, and so he's going to be back. And he didn't play in the Chiefs opening game. That's why I'm saying he. It's Chris Jones. <laughs> like, oh, it's a mystery. <laughs> um. And like I think the Chiefs defense played good, but you see it without him yeah and it's like wow they could be really good if we get in our best player yeah and i think eventually movie studios are going to do the same thing they're going to see a bunch of crap movies come out everybody's going to go these are crap and they're gonna be like oh yeah we can just pay our employees barely (laughs) and we can get good movies again and then Tide starts rising. Yeah, it's unfortunately that's probably just what it's going to take. Yeah, it's gonna have, it takes a holdout or a strike. Yep. So there's a reason strikes exist, and uh, yeah, and uh, there's a reason they're effective. So, but can you imagine? This is the other. This is even something I just did in like Starfield. Like mm-hmm. one of the things we were going was like, if you do this, you will get so much goodwill from the people that buy your product. This is a storyline I did in Starfield, <laughs> a video game. And if they just went to the, what are they called? AMG, A- the strikers. If they A-M-G-T. went to SAG or they went to the WGA and they're just like, you know what? We agree. Boom. You're making movies. And then probably the rest follow suit and everybody goes, you know what? Good job. You did the right thing. Let's go make movies. Guess what? Start making money. You're going to make $50 billion. Just like you did last year. Business actually isn't that complicated. IMO. I think we need Luke to run a, Should mid- I? a Midwest movie studio. Let's make it happen. I'll just run yours. Okay, cool. We agree to the deal. We can't afford it. <laughs> we actually can't. We have nobody. Uh, Turner paid me today. Hey, that's cool. So they're paying somebody. They're paying somebody. Well, you're not a writer or a screen actor. You're not. You're not a part of a union, so they can pay you. It's true. It's true. Want yeah, a union? Independent contractor. <laughs> um, Tyler, did you have another Strike. piece of news? No, nope, that was it. Okay, Luke, did you have any more news? I do have news. All right, hit um, me. And it's funny, because this has been long rumored, but it's definitely not what people think it is. Um, yeah, I guess until it eventually is. But it was reported that there's PR firms that are paying oh, Rotten yeah. Tomatoes yeah. for positive reviews for their movies. Um, obviously, everybody's head went straight to Marvel and DC. And not the case. The movies that was mentioned, that was not the case. They were talking about the... Hamlet movie, Ophelia, from like five years ago, the mm-hmm. one with Daisy Ridley. Um, they they were paying fifty dollars to people to give positive like reviews. Per review, yeah, yeah. I just that is such a weird price, <laughs> and I'm available. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take fifty dollars. No, no. Hey, fifty one dollar per people that have listened. <laughs> you get thirteen dollars for that review, $13. but no, I just 
Like, people always be, be like, Rotten Tomatoes, people pay for reviews. And it's like, you can kind of say that. Yeah. yeah. How much of it's being done not being yeah spoken about so weird yeah anyway now every movie that comes out oh they paid for that or it's horrible and they're like they should have paid for it it's kind of like the whole like the thing you've seen a lot too lately is like the influencers who go to screenings and then come out of it and they like rave about a movie like the gran turismo influencer people right like josh allen be throwing pigs it's similar did he throw another one yeah that's not good i haven't been fantasy in the league (laughs) and i'm only up by one point Definitely not a mistake. Sorry, tonight, keep going. Again. Yeah, tonight. Overall, he'll be fine. Um, you just want fine? Yeah, that's all I need. The rest <laughs> of my team's good enough. I just need him to be serviceable. I don't need him to change the world. <laughs> anyway, paying for reviews. But like you see, like the influencer showings and stuff like that. Like generally, the responses coming out of those are like it's so good. The CGI it's, was incredible. It's just people who are. Getting to go because of their their reach yeah. mm-hmm. more than it is there are people who actually care about these things. Yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, more of that, just a different skin on it. Yeah. So. Uh, the last piece of news I have was that Ubisoft's uh, X Defiant was rejected by cert- uh, PlayStation and Xbox for certification. So apparently it was going to launch in September. And <laughs> they, would you like to guess as to why it was rejected? Uh, tell me why. Does it say why? Is it a bad game? No, that's why. It's not a bad game. They're like, this sucks. Uh, I don't know, what I this don't game know is. why. It's a free to play first person shooter. Uh, <laughs> oh. Do you know why, Tyler? I just guess that. This game is very much a an attempt at stepping on COD's toes. Mm hmm. And judging by the way Xbox and PlayStation feel about Call of Duty, I'm sure they're not too happy about this. <laughs> um, I've played this game. I so you it. think it's there's a conspiracy here? Yes. They were paid Ooh. $50. <laughs> yeah, they were paid $50 to deny it. The certification guys are no. just like, waiting for that check to clear. Denied. I am, uh... <laughs> Denied. I'm guessing what it is, is it, they're kind of alluding to it here. They were trying to like drop it way too fast without enough of a heads up, like a mm. buffer window or whatever. Um, it's probably all semantics, but yeah. of course it's IGN. They're just going after the headline. But I've, I, I got into a playtest for this game, actually. Um, it's pretty cool. Nice. It's, it's all like the Ubisoft world characters put into like a shooter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it feels like kind of old school Call of Duty esque uh with like some overwatch style of abilities that yeah. are like within the tom clancy realm kind yeah. of yeah so one of the characters gets like a pulse from the division so you can see these for 10 seconds or classic um one person has like a cloak it's i don't know pretty standard stuff not yeah, the wizard crazy special no. but it's like it's a splinter cell any dude. any opportunity they have to get on on a piece of the free, the to, free play to play yeah pie but it's not bad. It doesn't feel as good as obviously a triple A shooter that's got a ton of money on it, but it doesn't will feel it la- bad. I mean the question is will it last? I don't know. Ubisoft's foray into the free to play has not gone well to no. this point. Um so I don't know. But what I played of it, I thought it was pretty fun. Cool. So All right. Um we can talk weekly updates. I'd honestly don't have anything other than Starfield. So if you guys did anything else, uh you can wrap us up with 
But you did. I can very quickly go uh, watch the first episode of Only Murders in the Building with Dana. Of like the first season. Yes. I've never watched a show. Good show. You guys have talked about it. Watched the first episode. I liked it a lot. Like, man, pretty good. Um, And then still watching The Expanse. That show show is awesome. Highly, highly, you watch it, you're like, I'm gonna start Well, so like that's kind of the problem, right? Is like I have to choose. Do I want? You're like, I can just do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a problem. But like, I'm halfway through season one right now. I think really like it. Mm-hmm. It's good. I, I've been pretty impressed, especially for a show that was on sci-fi. Yeah, mm. it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like the quality of the show is way better than uh, you would expect. Yeah, it's yeah. like Battlestar Galactica and Expanse, and then it's like everything. Everything else, yeah. Krypton was okay for the first season. It's yeah. a good moment. Yeah. I thought the first season of that show was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just, you know, did what every DC And also show. got canceled. Yeah, so. yeah. Got canned after, what, season two, right? Yes. Yeah. But, uh, no. The Expanse is awesome. Absolutely worth your time. Cool. Luke? I'll just be on that Bond train, man. Oh, yeah. Which ones did you be watch this week? Burning the Midnight Oil with James Bond. I've I watched all four. Yeah, um, Pierce Brosnan in ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Those are like the Golden Eye, Tomorrow, Tomorrow Never Dies, dies yeah, The World's Not enough, enough, and Die Another Day. Yeah. Okay. I think those first three. I guess not Golden Eye because most people like Golden Eye, but Tomorrow Never Dies and World's Not Enough. Well, they're not great. I think they're super underrated. I like both of them. I think it may be because I was like, I don't know when they came out. I was like late middle school, maybe, or no, I wouldn't have been in high school yet. They were, they were like, my grandpa had them on like VHS and we'd watch them in like the RV type of thing. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like I have such a fondness for those two. Like Michelle Yeoh as the Bond girl might be the best casting in all of Bond. It's great. I for, I forget about that, and then she shows up, and it's just like, I like this movie just because she's in it. Dude, and I like I loved the game that came out. Yeah, it's not good, but I loved playing it. And like the world is not enough. Honestly, I feel like outside of some just not good acting, it's actually pretty good. It's an interesting villain, um, which is a lot different. Mm-hmm. And I I really like that one. It's like I don't know if it's in I don't remember where I put it in my list but i like it die another day is garbage (laughs) i've said that multiple times that movie is hilarious because of like just how far off the reservation they go with it every Mm -hmm. single line is a pun um it unfortunately came out in the age of look what we can do with c with computers now Mm -hmm. and it just does not look good (laughs) yeah like there's a fight scene where Halle Berry's chained up and there's just all these lasers going around and it's just like (laughs) this would be hard to do now like just storyboarding that and telling what you want the CG artists to to do it's Mm -hmm. like and they did it back and whenever it came out it's like oh my gosh this is this is rough but it also has the worst Bond song Madonna's oh I want to die another day. Me with the body. It's like literally once. <laughs> I want to vomit when I listen to that song. Um, but 
yeah, that that's the bottom of the bond in my opinion. I still think it's fun. Um but it's not a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it's time for the Daniel Craig movies. So I'm super excited. I'm actually going to like be paying attention to all these ones. I'm like always <laughs> kind of doing other stuff when mm-hmm. I'm watching the other ones. It's like, no. Got Especially like in. Casino Royale is next and I'm just like, yes. I freaking love this movie, bro. Such a good movie. It's awesome. It's great. Oh my gosh. Uh, real quick over in the chat, Baroque uh, says, my weekly update is that I spent last weekend fighting a losing battle against the Mexican sun. Uh... Make sure you get some get some aloe, aloe vera. Get some aloe on those burns, man. Um, and uh, and then Game Lord uh, Nick says that his update is that he's almost to four episode four hundred in the Naruto Naruto, Naruto Shippuden Shippuden. Man, I boy commitment. I don't. I I was still in season one of that episode, like thirty of a hundred of season one. I don't know. Golly. I really like that show and there's just so much other things to watch that you just forget about it yes yeah. <laughs> man but it was good um i think i got a fan box question about bond oh we? did we get a fan box question was it over in uh over on twitter slash i guess it's called x now gross no it's twitter, on twitter. i had me... so many notifications something was going on Sure. I was on a Twitter hiatus. I still am. But you signed into to the fanboy account? Yeah. Well, and so, I, like, so I saw like 20 messages and like 20 notifications. Tyler, like, or Trevor, Trevor, my uh, co-host for the Deconstructing the MCU podcast, is uh, was trying to you know, talk with you about Bond and you just ignored him. I needed a Twitter break. And That's I'm fair. still going to continue like Twitter break because it's, it's been really good. And I recommend it highly. Um, favorite Bond intro songs? Uh, Die Another Day, obviously. No. Wait, did we not talk about that last week? Favorite Bond intro songs? No. No, we talked about best titles. Yeah. Yes. True. Here, let me find. Oh, you wanted to know why we didn't bring up Moonraker because it's not a good title. Um. It's a compelling title, but I, I, I agree. I don't think it's a good... Like, I don't think it's that good of a Bond title. No, I don't like it. Um, the best Bond song is Live and Let Die and Skyfall. Skyfall's <laughs> the best one. I'd uh... say... I know less of the Bond songs. They're hard to remember, because honestly, I'd say most of them are... Skyfall's the Adele one. Yeah, that one. Um, no time to die was good. I, I honestly, all the Craig ones are. good. I was gonna say, you know my name from Casino Royale. Hmm. Mm. I think that's the only upbeat one from the Craig movies. It's so. It's so good. I just. I think I'm more compelled by even who did songs. Like Duran Duran has a Bond song. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> you just don't expect that. Who's doing? Oh, Goldeneye was Tina Turner. Which one is Tina Turner? Goldeneye. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's not in the beginning of the movie, which is super weird, but I really like From Russia With Love's closing song, which is From Russia With Love. Mm. I just love Bond. Starting over. 
I have two Bond books to read soon. Are they Horowitz? Mm-hmm. Both of them? Yep. He's written three now? He's written three. Officially mm. officially part of the... What are the titles for his other two? So the first one's Forever in a Day, which is like the prequel. Mm-hmm. And then he has one called Trigger Mortis. Yeah, that one's not great. And then the it's last... It's a gun pun for death. We I get it. <laughs> it's, it takes place... He has to go undercover as a race car driver. At Interesting. Like a, yeah, it's weird. And then his newest one is called With a Mind to Kill. Okay, I like that one. That one. No. Yeah. Trigger Mortis, not a fan. <laughs> Forever in a Day is good, though. Forever in a Day and... What was it? Mind to Kill? With a Mind to Kill. Both good. Really yeah. good. Approved. They have the fanboy stamp of approval. He's the only person who, like, I guess... The, F- the Fleming estate has given permission to write more than one. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Doing something right. Dude, so- I cannot wait until we get the next Bond movie. I'm so, like, just interested in who they cast and who directs. Who, who, directs, and, yeah, and yeah. who does, who the does song, a song. Yeah. Even, what's the title? Moonraker 2. <laughs> the- Electric Buggles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Well, th- that's been our James Bond talk for the evening. Um, I'll be back next week. I want to, th- yeah, I'm, we definitely, we're going to, uh, you'll have to talk about the Daniel Craig one. So, um, thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us here on Twitch, Monday nights, 8 p.m. Central. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you're just listening via the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, you can always write us your own fan box question over on Twitter, Instagram, or you can email us at whatthefanboy at gmail.com. Until next week, when we actually will be reviewing a movie. At least I'm going to go see um, A Haunting in Venice, so... Is that the only thing that comes out? It's going to be happening. Maybe. I might go see it with you. Luke might. I'll drag him. I'll drag him. But we will have a movie review next week, I promise. Until then, see ya! Goodbye! Goodbye!